0: A true crime headline, a case for Judge Christie, judging possible assholes. This week's episode is New Year's Grazing Board, Up in the night, your heart fills with dread. Probably a murderer who wants you dead. It could be a ghost, a demon, or worse. Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse. It's hopeless, you're doomed. You'd call a priest if you could. You'd rather just listen to who? Sinisterhood.
1: I'm gonna kill you. Recently learned that uh, (laughs) you no longer use the term charcuterie board. The hip new thing to call them is now
0: grazing boards. Well, and then I Googled, is there a difference? And someone said you can have a grazing table and that a charcuterie can be on a grazing table. And so it can... Oh. I don't know if it's a rectangle square situation where one can be the other, but not whatnot. Or maybe a grazing board is better because it can include charcuteries. But your husband was
1: very (laughs) consistent. (laughs) Well, no. And then later he was like, you can still call it that. Um, So maybe the grazing table is a lot of items... Upon which one can graze, mm-hmm. and then on the table is a little board that has maybe cheeses or meats and things, which sounds delicious. I guess our dessert table
0: at our wedding was kind of a grazing table of desserts. It was multiple True. desserts to me, I'm like, it says, some people mistakenly call a grazing table a buffet. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> okay, a grazing table. So now is we're taking away dishes. buffet. Shut it down with a buffet. A grazing table is filled with dishes that can be served at room temperature for quite a good period of time. This is called a dining table at any party I've ever thrown. Yeah, so it's a potluck. Charcuterie boards can be placed on a grazing table. But the grazing table should look visually appealing. My sister asked me, she's like, what do you want for your bachelorette party? Did not say booze. I didn't say naked men. I didn't even say a penis fail. I said a charcuterie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I said I want a big ass fancy charcuterie board She's like on it, I got one So yeah, I guess a grazing table can be decorative with flowers So we should have called it a grazing table, not a board We already recorded it, it is what it is Don't at me, I'm learning uh, so The only way for us to know just, is to just eat our way through one
1: <laughs> It's just a nice looking table at like, that you'd have at like any kind of shower Or a dinner yeah, party a s- or
0: something uh, it, it but oh, just wait. A grazing table takes a lot more pre-planning and prep than a simple charcuterie board. It's a vast array of foods and the truly the modern day cornucopia. There's a lot going on here. Just eat your fucking salami and shut it down. You know what, though? I have seen friends make salami roses. Very fancy. I love a salami rose. The problem with the salami rose is in the age of COVID, you're going to have to finger all the other Mm. petals on the salami rose to get your one. So it's not. It looks nice, but it's it's not uh, very efficient. Oh, I eat the whole rose. Are you supposed to just eat a petal? Oh, I didn't know you could eat the whole God. rose. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I've been hogging the roses. It says in en- enlist the rule, if you touch it, you take it. So yeah, if you touch the sh- well the salami rose. That's how you get a whole it. rose. You just palm it and then no one else is gonna want it. Palm the rose. Palm mm-hmm. the whole palm the dip. That's on I think you should leave. He's palming the dip. Uh well we've got a grazing table of segments for you guys mm-hmm. today. It's the week of New Year's. I read several uh, psychologists and experts that said you should do nothing this week, that you should feel good if it's possible in your life to relax and try as best you can to recharge for the new year. Love that. We're here to do that. Yeah, I'm having a real stressful time right now. So
1: Poor things. Uh, You know, um, even though we are all fully vaccinated and mask and are very careful, our sweet little Simon has COVID, and yep. he's doing well, but um, it's not the most fun thing to be going through. Got to do multiple yeah. breathing treatments a day, and he is not a fan of the nebulizer being no. uh, masked, you know, on his face. So it's a whole thing to to get him to do that, and he has had an ear infection for a while and the doctor Which is not good. right yes especially because of his microtia we've been told like protect his good ear at all costs and for like weeks he had what seemed to be like a bad cold and we took him to the doctor and they were like oh he has uh, at first they said pneumonia then they downgraded it to bronchitis but also an ear infection We've been on several antibiotics. He went back for a checkup. They're like, it's not getting any better. And they tested him the first time for COVID and the flu and everything. It was all negative. Then a few days later, they tested him again, and he it came back positive. And the doctor said that's why his ear isn't getting better is because <sighs> the antibiotics can't do their job because his immune system is weakened from COVID right now. Nice. So he's off the antibiotics until they until he's through with the COVID, he's in very good spirits and he's extra, extra snuggly,
0: which oh, is I'm great. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: He just, um, he will only sleep if he's like, basically, if I am cuddling him to the max. So we are all negative. Um, we recently got boosted and Tommy saw a TikTok from a scientist that showed your antibodies that you have. If you're not vaccinated versus after the first dose versus after the second dose versus your booster Mm -hmm. and the booster one, they're like through the roof. It's like more than all the other ones combined. So when you get boosted, you're like, oh, like boosted and juiced, you're boosted and juiced. So I think because we recently got boosted, um, we have managed to um, escape this despite a. Baby coughing and sneezing on
0: me all day long, but I was gonna say, and kissing you, and I'm yep. sure getting up in your face. Yep. So, but well, thank you for being here, regardless of his, of course, uh, his. So, to this, we're having a fun one this we're week. We're having a it's fun easy, one, yeah. Easy, I say fun. We're about to start out with the true crime headlines, but that's, that's it's true. a positive in a good way for for a family that's been looking for answers. But for a case uh, definitely that heats us up, yes, all the this time. is a case that heats us up. So, true crime headlines. May I say, cue the music. Look at that. I know Tommy put in some true crime (laughs) headlines. He did it. (laughs) Uh, On Patreon. So we do this and we have special news music. So we wanted to bring you an update on the Ellen Greenberg case. The reason why I say positive, you know, her family has been fighting super, super hard to get the attorney general to reopen her case. If you have not listened, you can go back and listen to our Ellen Greenberg case. It is an emotionally difficult one, but definitely one that is important to get the word out. It's episode 143 about a young lady who was found stabbed 20 times and she uh, was her, her case was ruled a suicide and her family has been fighting to get her cause of death changed to undetermined or murdered. And that that way, you know, they could hopefully get the investigation going again. So it was sort of an open and shut case at the time. So there has been some progress. Yes. Uh in October, they uh, went before a judge and the judge allowed them to proceed to trial. Uh, They're going to proceed to a non-jury trial with new evidence because, like I said, their whole goal here has been to change the death certificate because the medical examiner initially wrote homicide, then changed it to suicide. And at the very least, they would like undetermined. And her parents have just been, I mean, since 2011. So we're past the 10 year anniversary mm-hmm. of this has still been fighting and so since they can now go to a non jury trial they're awaiting a, a court date as of the October you know when they went before the judge there was no trial date set but then in December very good news they released some testimony from a neuropathologist named Lindsay Emery. and you remember there was a lot of back and forth about whether her spinal cord was, and the injuries mm-hmm. around her spinal cord was investigated. Well, this uh, this expert under oath in a deposition said that it was significant. She said, quote, what is significant here is that there's no hemorrhage. And so Ellen's father said, it tells us that a number of the wounds might have been postmortem. At least one was definitely made postmortem. So that which at least
1: even at least one means someone else did it. Someone else was around there. there. Yeah. Unless you somehow can stab yourself after you've died, which I don't think is possible.
0: Correct. And actually, CBS uh, News Philly caught up with Attorney General Josh Shapiro. So he is the they called him the top cop. So he's kind of in charge of whether an investigation would be reopened. And a little tongue in cheek, they said... Uh, excuse me, Mr. Attorney General. Do you think it's possible for a person to stab themselves after they've died and their heart stopped beating? And of course, he ignored the questions. This has become an extremely high-profile case. It's been on national television. You know, I can't remember if it's Dateline I or think 2020. Dateline. Yeah, it was one Dateline. Of them did one. And then like Crime Junkie covered it, and we covered it. I think Morbid covered it. So there's been a lot more interest in the case, and I think a lot more pressure on him, just in the public eye, to reopen it. And he refused to answer any questions. And when CBS News reached out to him, well, his office said, well, we haven't had anything sent to us directly, which the Greenberg's attorney said, this is public record. I don't know why they're not paying attention, Mm -hmm. but fine. We'll take an extra step. We'll package everything up and send it to the AG's office. So they did that. So now, as of uh, Dece- this December, they the AG's office has now confirmed that they actually are reviewing the case. Um, so yeah, Joe Pedraza is the attorney, and he said, anybody can access this information, even members of the public. But because yeah, the did. AG was digging
1: their heels in. Yeah, and I think a lot of people believe that that was possibly intentional because if you listen to our original episode, her fiance, who is the one that her parents believe uh, committed this crime, his father or his uncle is a very high profile judge.
0: So yeah, and there, or and represents judge or has mm-hmm. represented judges, and so there is some sort of rumblings of some sort of familial connection. Technically, they haven't said who they thought did it or that anyone did it because her death is ruled a suicide. So, I, I said in my opinion, nobody can really say, "Oh, someone killed her." and not have it not be defamation because you can't prove mm-hmm. the tr- the truth of the statement that you said. And so they've just said, you know, we just want answers. We really want answers. We don't know where it's going to lead. Um, the hard part is it's been so long yeah. that even with it being reopened, a ton of the evidence has been deteriorated. Luckily, this expert was able to analyze the evidence Um but, you know, Josh Greenberg, which is Ellen's dad, said, for us, it's a hole when it comes to a family holiday. It's mm-hmm. like an empty seat that she would sit at. So they're just fighting. As I mean, and God bless them. They shouldn't have to. Yeah. That they shouldn't have to literally do the police and the attorney general's job for them. But it's a testament to the love of a parent that they will not give up. Mm-hmm. And they're spending their holiday you know, doing interviews with CBS. They're spending their holiday with their attorney, shipping off information to the AG's office because they wouldn't just do the right thing Mm -hmm. um, on their own accord that they kind of had to wait till their hand was forced by the public. And that was their only child, too. So Mm -hmm. I imagine the... It's always hard, but yeah, the holidays are
1: significantly worse. So I hope that they get that trial and can get that death certificate changed and then that lead to some other answers.
0: Yeah. January 26th, 20, uh, 2011 is when it initially happened. So I think those dates, you know, January 26th every year is, you know, hits them really hard. I think her dad described it as a gut punch and, um, you know, it's just having to relive this over and over and over again when all you want is what you should have gotten in the first place, which was somebody looking into it. So at least now they're making some headway, but it's definitely, um, Definitely a hard fought battle, and not cheap. I'm sure, like they have to pay their attorney. They're having just plus just the emotional toll. So, hopefully, Attorney General Greenberg does the or Attorney General Shapiro does the right thing. And uh, hey, if you're a constituent of his, may as well write him a little email. Let him know what you're thinking. There you go. uh, And uh, let him know that you don't like to vote for people that don't do their jobs. So or. You know, maybe you're happy with the result, in which case you're wrong because uh, we looked at all the evidence. So
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a this is one of those cases that sticks with me that I think about regularly. So mm-hmm. um if you're not familiar with the case, I would re- uh, recommend going back and listening to the episode on it because it's pretty heinous. and the evidence that she did not take her own life is just, I mean. Staggering. (laughs) You look at it and you say, how would anyone think that she did? It makes no sense. It's completely baffling. So, um, yeah, it's uh, hopefully this is a path and step in the right direction.
0: A shred of hope for a a family that has been definitely looking for answers. Well, that's what our partially of what our true crime headlines usually are we just cover a couple of cases either something an update on something we've covered or something else uh in the news that uh caught our attention that we or that has been sent in by you mm-hmm. so if you want to hear us discuss a true crime headline send it in um on our form so your honor yes oh, are you prepared let me get my gavels please plural there's two that's why we have this gavel that says double banging all day long they are right next to my cross stitch that a
1: wonderful listener made that's of me that says judge Christie." i've got both my gavels
0: now okay i have my Bayless star um ready also may i again say tommy cue the music we're back <laughs> and we're back so i got my my bailiff on it says state of texas official bailiff nice. so that makes you official. your honor yes that's all. If, if you have a badge of something then it's legit like if yeah. you buy a sheriff's badge at a truck stop sure. you're now a sheriff that's the law do you know
1: how many times on tour because i took the gavels uh, because i got pulled over by tsa at every airport <laughs> every single time the person checking it would go are you a judge <laughs> and so I've decided the next tour, if I get searched, um, is it
0: illegal for me to say yes? That you're a judge? Yeah. It is a felony to impersonate a public servant, yes.
1: Well, if somebody says, Are you a judge? If I say yes, I'm Judge Christie, that's You may that's not a lie, right? <laughs>
0: I play a character called... Judge okay, Kirsten. that's what I,
1: would, I did say. I was like, well, I have a podcast, and on my podcast, I play a character. I wasn't so, like, yes, and it's Precinct 13, and you're in contempt. <laughs> Let me go.
0: Ma'am, we're going to need to strip search you now. <laughs> we're going to cavity search you. Uh, well, I guess this bit has evolved because we started out as actual legal questions, but now folks have sent in their own questions. Mm -hmm. And those are just vastly better than any goofy legal questions I can find. Although we may have some in the future, but for now we have a holiday related uh, question for judge Christie. I love it. The question is, it's a twofold ruling, your honor. So these are your uh, ruling instructions. We need to know a, is Santa a dick? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And B did Santa ruin my wedding day? Oh, so this is sent in from Molly. Thank you so much for sending this. Uh, This is what Molly wrote in. Hello, I became a patron of yours recently and have loved listening to your amazing bonus content. I have a question for the Honorable Judge Christie to rule on. I recently had a baby. He's three months old. My now husband and I took him back to my hometown for Christmas with my family. While we were there, we had a justice of the peace non-event wedding. Like we signed the papers, we were our own witnesses, and now we're married. Later the same day, my parents, brother, husband, baby, and me all went to a Christmas lights event. My mom suggested we get a picture of the baby with Santa. So we waited in line, and when we reached the front, I handed Santa my perfect sleeping baby. Santa asked me to sit down next to him for pictures. As I sat down, Santa asked very clearly and sincerely if I was my own fucking baby's grandmother. Oh... My life flashed before my eyes.
1: God, as I did went,
0: Santa's, because I am going to kill him. <laughs> he sees the flames in your eyes. My life flashed before my eyes. I went flight or fight. What the fuck did this man just ask me if I was a grandma? For the record, Your Honor, I'm 26, oh. and since have, yeah. <laughs> Since having a baby can be harrowing on your body image and send your emotions to scary places, I've already been feeling really self-conscious and down on the way I look. And more importantly, the way I feel. And on this day, I actually was feeling pretty good about Mm. myself. I had just had my hair done. I was wearing a way cuter outfit than I have since having my baby. And I was just having a generally better day for self-love. Then this bitch Santa (laughs) sincerely asked me if I was my own baby's grandma. Oh, God. It was devastating. He was not in any way joking, and he looked embarrassed when I, horrified, told him I was in fact my baby's mother. It totally ruined the day. I was upset about it way after we left, and admittedly, I kept bringing it up in a self-deprecating way. For example, my mom asked if she could make my husband and I something to drink, and I answered half-jokingly that I'd like a prune juice. (laughs) (laughs) Or later, my husband suggested that we go in the hot tub, and I told him that really wasn't recommended or safe for the elderly. (laughs) (laughs) He started getting sick of me being so upset about one random thing a stranger said to me, and, in fact, Santa said it nicely at first. My husband was trying to build me up and help me move on, but I was genuinely very hurt and feeling like an absolute pile of trash about myself. Mm. Eventually, my husband dropped the gentleness and told me that we'd never get the night we were married back, and that I totally ruined it by being upset over, quote, nothing. (gasps) Was he right? Did I ruin our wedding day or did mean Santa ruin it? Mean Santa ruined it. I think Santa was the bitch. And sorry, Santa was the dick and also And also a bitch.
1: Man and in charge
0: of ruining. Twenty six?
1: Even like even a hard twenty-six, why would you assume that's the grandma? That's not a question. It's like, are you pregnant? Yeah, and also why ask that at all? You don't need what. What difference does it make to you, Santa, who this person is to this baby? Maybe yeah. it's a caregiver. Maybe it's an aunt. Maybe it's a stranger that found this baby just wandering the mall and brought it yeah. to you. Yeah. you don't. It's. You you, it doesn't baby. change like your job to know. That's wrong. Yeah, that's that's like asking a woman how far along are you. It doesn't matter if she is crowning. You do not ask a woman if she is pregnant. <laughs> that is nobody's business but hers. Oh, that would have broken me. I get it. Yeah. I would have done the same. I think I think we both would have had that humor, self-deprecating reaction mm-hmm. for the rest of the day. Um, because that's our way of dealing with pain is to make mm-hmm. a, a joke about it, you know? And deflection. it sounds like, it, yeah, it, it deflection. Yeah, it is hers too. Now, being on the receiving end of that, I, I can acknowledge that it does get a bit tiring after a while if you're the one that's like hearing someone constantly be self-deprecating about themselves. But I think that her husband should have shown... um a bit more compassion. You are in such a fragile state after having given birth. Three months three is months like old. nothing. Yeah, your body is still recovering. Your emotions are still all over the place. And to know that, like, you're feeling yourself and then someone says that, that's even worse, you know? Because you walked out of the house like, I look good today. I'm feeling Mm-mm. good. It does suck. Okay, I mean, everybody's different. Some people can let that stuff wash off of them. Some people can't i i don't think she ruined their wedding day
0: yeah no i don't think so no i think uh i think you're right well and also that's how ex- you're 100% right I, that's how i would have reacted is make jokes about mm-hmm. it from santa's perspective or anybody's perspective just say this baby is so cute mm-hmm. is that? are they yours don't
1: even if even it is, is th- don't even worry about that assume that somebody handed you a baby that it's, they have a connection to that baby.
0: That's true. Just because say, sit down, some kids what does the baby not- want
1: for Christmas? How's your Christmas going? Ho, ho, ho. Like, Do you, you want don't a candy ne- cane? Yeah, you don't, yeah. Smile. You don't need to get into,
0: like, how you're related to this baby. Could you provide a family tree for <laughs> Santa? Santa's got a DNA swab for your mouth. Yeah. Come here, little girl. <laughs> like that's nope. Oh, man. Yeah, well, no. Santa learned a lesson that day. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Come on, man. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake, and he tried to guess your age, and he got it wrong. Yeah, if he's so magical and shit, how
1: did he know that? That's like, I mean, he should know that. Just He proved uh, that he is full of lies. That sack is not just full of toys. It's full of lies and insults as well.
0: Santa is full of shit, and he's got zero social norm mores, No norms. What an awkward, awkward man. Yeah, that's uh, that's really one way to burst the old magical bubble. Yeah. of The jolly old elf is to mistake someone for a grandmother. I think Santa absolutely is a dick. I don't think you ruined your own wedding day. I think that's a completely reasonable response. I, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I I would um implore you, if possible, to once some time has passed and it doesn't hurt as much to try and think of this as like a funny thing that happened on your wedding day. You know, like when you retell this story, it's like, that's yeah, great. Yeah. You know, I mean, just so like, it's not always a painful thing for you to relive when people are like, Oh, tell us about the day you got married. You're like, well, Santa, uh, I'll is an incredible. age? Yeah. He's a fucking ageist. It's <laughs> someone who is, Fat-shamed on the rag. you think he would be a little more, like,
0: compassionate towards others. Yeah, not, yeah, like you said, just don't even worry about, I mean, unless you think they stole that baby, then you can go, like, whose is that? Yeah, yeah, if she walked up and it if was. was a, if you get a buzz on your phone that someone's <laughs> looking for a baby, then take it. Yes. Be Santa, be a Santa hero, be John McClane and Santa, but not right now, no. don't worry about. No, no. When you said, when you said wait for a little time to fast, I thought you were going to tell her to go back. To the same oh. Christmas village next year and be like, hey, you remember me? Bitch? Now that's even better. This, yeah, <laughs> next
1: year you Revenge. take that, you take your baby back. He's now 15 months old. Mm-hmm. You go get the fuck done up. Like <laughs> the best you've ever looked and like low cut <laughs> shirt and all. Walk up to Santa, you get him all horned up. And then when he's like, Hey, you want to come sit on your lap? You're like, no, bitch. You're the one that told me I look like a grandma last year. What do <laughs> I look the like now? <laughs> yeah. And then you get that picture and you frame it. His the reaction. Get them to take the picture as soon as you
0: say something. We want you to seek revenge on the Santa that has so so wronged yeah. you. Um what is your your take though on when on dropping the gentleness instead of to get over it? Yeah. Mm. I don't love that. Or I'm sorry, uh, I I totally ruined our night by being upset over quote nothing. I don't think it's nothing. No, I I
1: very much disagree with that. It's not nothing, and to say that it is nothing is extra hurtful because it might be nothing to you, but it was mm-hmm. very much something to her. So that's really all that matters here.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think that you you should. Strive to have a little bit of empathy, Mm -hmm. especially, like you said, in the, I don't know what constitutes as um, postpartum, you know, when that ends, probably a year. Uh, It can be different for everyone. Or a long time. You know, when someone's in a particularly, the the ravages of childbirth Mm -hmm. on a body, Mm -hmm. the ravages of pregnancy at all, Mm -hmm. plus also childbirth, that's like two different whole other things, Mm -hmm. I think can... Par- make someone particularly fragile, but listen, this is I've never had a butt in my oven. If someone called me a grandma, I might freak out a little bit. Yeah. I had um I had someone
1: ask me when I was due, when I, I think I've talked about this before. I was getting I was at Sam's Club trying and to get the I meat. Went up and I got a meatball from somebody giving away meatballs and the man said, Oh, when are you due? I was not pregnant. I was just Mm-mm. wearing a baby doll shirt. You can't. And I went home and threw that right in the fireplace, had two of them, threw them both away. But I, like, I was devastated the rest of the day. I went in my car and cried about it. Like, that's, it's, I don't think unless you have body image issues that Mm -hmm. you can understand like how destroying that can be to you. And especially Mm -hmm. when your hormones are all over the fucking place. Like it's just, it's a whole other level. So yeah, I definitely think the husband should show more compassion. I get that he at some point was like, I'm tired of hearing about this, but I Mm -hmm. think there's a much better way to uh, say that than this was nothing and you ruined our wedding day
0: because that's just adding fuel to the fire. (laughs) And, yeah. And I think, you know, yeah. get over it eventually. You know, you shouldn't think about it every day for the rest of your life. Right. But it like you said, it, in the long term, it's a funny story. That's kind of the magic of have, having a sense of humor is that mm-hmm. even the worst things that happen to you you can kind of like most times you can figure out a way to laugh yeah, about I, it. I but, laugh
1: about. my. Well, I don't know if I laugh about my meatball story now, but I talk about it because. Yeah, um, it's. In the context of I was going up to get a meatball at a grocery mm-hmm. store and somebody asked if I was pregnant. That's mm-hmm. funny. He's
0: it like, was you know not- <laughs> you pregnant ladies love meatballs.
1: <laughs> it's not funny that I was like also thought I looked cute that day and then realized oh gosh I look like I'm expecting, but and what's the worst part of it is it's nobody's business to say something like that to a woman comment or yeah on or to anybody body. like don't comment on anybody's looks. Or body, unless it's, you know... I mean, we all know like, there are times when that's fine. But, like, strangers just shouldn't... Just don't say shit.
0: You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Like, just... It's safer to just not say anything.
0: To to that extent, uh, I'm gonna pull a uh, audible... I'm gonna add an asshole to our next oh. segment. Because there was one that was posted in our Patreon Facebook group that I would like to discuss. So, okay. Your Honor, please give us your final ruling I'm on given, the Santa. I'm giving... Two rulings.
1: Uh, The first gavel is I'm ruling that Santa uh, is a huge dick. At least Mm -hmm. this one was. My second ruling is she did not ruin her wedding day. uh, And you are a badass, beautiful goddess that delivered a beautiful baby into this world. And even though you might not feel the best about your body right now, when you look at that body, know that... That baby would not be here if it wasn't for you right now. So Power. wear wear that FUPA and your stretch marks and cellulite with pride because that brought your beautiful baby into this
0: world. Thank you, Your Honor. Well, coming up after our break, we are going to judge in a different way. This time, some juicy, juicy assholes from <laughs> Am I the Asshole. Sinisterhood. we will be right back. Hey, let me see your hand right now. Does oh it look God. like mine? No, mine green? look like trash. I have bit all my nails
1: off because I've been so stressed out this week. <laughs> and I was just looking at them earlier and I was like, I have got to get my olive and June stuff out before New Year's because this is
0: embarrassing. Well, you know how we always dress alike. We also do our nails mm-hmm. alike. And I have the green on, I which love you it. had on last week. I did. It looks gorgeous. And I know that you're going to get your nails back in shape because uh, getting Salon Perfect Nails at home is now a dream come true with our favorite nail company, Olive and June. I love it so much. Your new nail life is here. I told you that
1: because Ella picked out a color she wanted me to wear the other day and it was not Olive and June that I used it and it immediately started peeling off. I mean, it was insane how how trash it was compared to Olive and June. And I was like, I will only use Olive and June from now on. And you should do the same. Visit oliveandjune.com slash creepy and use code creepy for 20% off your first mani system. This is
0: an exclusive offer you can only get here. That is O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash creepy Code creepy for twenty percent off your first Manny system. OliveandJune.com slash creepy code creepy. Oh man, it's been nice outside. And I oh yeah. Love my dogs, let them run in and outside the house, but that means they are getting hungry because they are running and running and running. And uh, you know what? I can't feed them garbage. I got to feed them the good stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean the stuff I'm eating off the table. I mean, (laughs) because that's not good for them. They fart all (laughs) over the place. It's a nightmare. No human food at all. Buffy and the goose. But you could give them human-grade dog food. Exactly. I'm not feeding my dogs human food, but I would love to feed them something that I could eat if I wanted to. And if shit got down to the wire, I could eat it. Well, Sundays is,
1: unlike most human-grade dog food, Sundays is gently air-dried and ready to eat versus those other brands that are cooked and frozen. Instead, it's as simple as scoop, serve, and watch your
0: pup devour it. And Sundays is easier for dog parents to manage than refrigerated human-grade dog food. No fridge, no prep, no cleanup. I'm not going to refrigerate, prep, or clean anything up, so i got to have this. And the best part is in a blind taste test, Sundays dog food outperformed leading competitors 40 to 0. They're
1: undefeated. They're undefeated. That's because they got no artificial binders, synthetic additives, or just general garbage. If you look at the label, you will see that. All of Sundays' ingredients are easy to pronounce, except maybe quinoa, and healthy for dogs to eat. Simply said, Sundays makes it easier for us to be awesome dog parents. We've worked out a special deal for our listeners. Receive 35% off your first order. Go to SundaysForDogs.com slash creepy or use code creepy at checkout.
0: That's S-U-N-D-A-Y-S-F-O-R-D-O-G-S dot com forward slash creepy. Switch to Sundays and feel good about what you're feeding your dog. By now, pretty much everyone's heard of CBD, and if there was ever a time to get started with CBD, it's now for real, especially with the way things are going. Oh man, Tommy!
1: Yesterday, goes, we got any of those CBD, those Charlotte's Web gummies. I said, no, we're out. He goes, do we have the tincture? I said, yeah. And he came back and he was like, I had to, had to do a couple doses because we were. Uh, it was a very stressful day. Slow it down. He knows. Scientists knows. That you have to use a quality
0: product, get quality results if you want a good CBD that helps with your daily stresses. Charlotte's Web hemp extracts are tested 20 plus times from seed to final product. Unlike many companies, Charlotte's Web has their own proprietary hemp genetics, so the end products are consistent, meaning you know what to expect from each bottle. And they're a mission-driven B Corp, which just
1: means that they've promised to help the planet and humanity and all that good stuff. Gummies,
0: drops, dog stuff, whatever you need. Go to Charlotte's Web... Dot com and get started with the OG CBD brand who kicked off this whole CBD craze and use code CREEPY at checkout to save 15% on your order. This code works on all CBD products besides bulk bundles. That's charlottesweb.com. Use code CREEPY to save 15% on your order today. All right. For, I want to say it again because I feel powerful. Okay. Cue the music. <laughs> Do we have asshole music? We just have regular Patreon music. Mm. Cue the music. We got We need some asshole music. Yeah, we gotta write it's a just, song. It's
1: just farts. <laughs> I guarantee you, we can find some free
0: domain fart sounds on. <laughs> yeah, we YouTube. don't want to use any copyright protected farts (laughs) because (laughs) um, well uh, because we were just recently talking about not commenting on someone's body Mm -hmm. I would love to share with you this fresh asshole thank you uh, to the Patreon Facebook group you guys posted this and commented on it Um, this one the title is am I the asshole for complimenting a cashier okay my sister thinks I'm the asshole but I'm confused as to how I would be I was buying a bagel on Thursday and noticed that the cashier was rather pretty. She had a tattoo, so she was probably at least 18. She looked around 19 or 20. After I made my order, I complimented her, saying, You know that you're gorgeous, right?
1: Oh, God. And to my
0: shock, she gave me a blank stare, and she looked kind of disgusted. Tried to make conversation with her as, I own boats. And I asked her... (laughs) I asked her if she'd ever been on one, etc. She told me, You're done with your order, right? I think we're done here. She didn't even give me a thank you. And she gave me a nasty look. I really don't think I was crude or nasty with my compliment, and her reaction was shocking to me. I told my sister about it, and she said it was weird for me to give any sort of compliment on a girl's looks, considering that I'm 58. Oh,
1: yikes.
0: But I wasn't flirting with her. I was just complimenting her looks. She then proceeded to tell me that I shouldn't make compliments like that to workers because it puts them in an awkward situation. Am I an asshole for complimenting a cashier? The too-long-didn't-read version. I gave a compliment to a cashier, and she was disgusted. I'm wondering if I'm an asshole. Edited to add, I guess people don't know what a compliment is nowadays <laughs> or what manners are. The polite thing to do after receiving a compliment is to say thank you and at least smile or oh. nod. Oh, no I was not trying the smile to... smile honey what's wrong <laughs> I was trying to be nice to the cashier because I pitied her honestly. she was full of herself and I'll be going back to the bagel shop to let her know she needs to lower her ego what? No that was I... real at
1: the end. I did not met-
0: make that up. I will be going back to let her know that she needs to lower her. I pitied ego. her I pitied her honestly Yeah 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 boat guy. Captain, da- Captain Douchebag said he pitied wow. the bagel gal. For what reason? Because she's working at a bagel shop and not
1: on a yacht? <laughs> <laughs> you been on a boat? There's so much wrong with this. My... 58 and 19, first thing that's wrong with this. But yeah, don't just... That's such a freaking old man way of thinking that, like... Odd. You should... But you should be thankful that I even someone acknowledged you and You're said welcome, that you are pretty. Yeah, <laughs> let me smile here. more. You'd be prettier if you smiled more. Tell me, thank you. God damn.
0: Yeah, that was one that was a clear asshole. But the whole, um, the the quick turn from, uh, <laughs> I tried to make conversation as I own boats. Yeah, and asked her if she'd ever been on one. Many of our fine Patreon, uh subscribers had posted that it made him think of Dennis on It's Always Sunny where he wants to lure the girl out on a boat and he's like, she's not going to say no because of the implication and how boats are inherently a woman looks at a boat and thinks, I'll be killed on that <laughs> <Yeah>. immediately. <laughs> like, Yeah. When a man mentions, I'm oh, going to take you on a boat. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh my God, thank you. It's like this evil pirate wants to make yeah. me walk the no, he's going to kill me and then dump me overboard
1: and I'll be eaten yeah. by sharks. Yeah, immediately.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just the the entitlement of, you know you go just right? <laughs> God. Yeah, and all,
1: that's the that, anytime someone gives a compliment and the only reason and you're mad because somebody didn't respond the way you thought they would, the only reason you were giving them that compliment is for them to then like think that you're hot shit for giving them a compliment. You're not really trying to compliment them.
0: No, he he does say in several comments I, I just said a I just said a simple compliment. I wasn't hitting on her. It was just a compliment. A simple thank you would have been nice. I didn't expect her to smile, but a simple thanks would have been nice. I was taught to say please and thank you. What a sexist this one- way of thinking that any woman
1: should say thank you for you telling her how she looks and like that. He's to think that he's not hitting on her. Any nineteen-year-old. That's in a retail position. So you got to be nice to the person that you're checking out. And then, like, mm-hmm. an older man is like, you know, you're gorgeous, right? Immediately inside, you're like, kill me, get me out of this situation. <laughs> how fast can I, like, run, jump over this counter and out the door? Yeah. Mm hmm. That's, he doesn't, he can't understand the mindset of a young woman and how threatening that could have been
0: because mm-hmm.
1: he's too
0: up his own ass. And, like, What we said earlier, you don't need to, if you say, oh, it's a really nice blouse or something, maybe, maybe, maybe. But when you're talking about someone's physical appearance, Mm -hmm. the implication is I have taken you in Mm -hmm. and I am now, like, I have passed a judgment on your physical appearance. Mm -hmm. It's odd. He does say, I want to clarify. I was not hitting on her. Telling someone they're beautiful doesn't mean you're flirting. Straight women compliment each other all the time. Oh, God. Which the Jesus conflation Christ. between an older gentleman, which you have to understand, there's a different power dynamic, male and female, mm-hmm. especially with the age gap, especially with her, like you said, in a subservient role mm-hmm. of the, you know, not so much anymore, which I'm loving to see that. Yeah, but, I you love know, that the- she was like, you're done, right? The fuck out Hell of here! Yeah. Uh, any of these TikToks where it's like someone complained and the manager comes out and is like, "Get out of here!" Yeah. I'm like, "Yes, we're here for that." There was a whole mm-hmm. Jack in the Box thing where the person was like, "Move along, ma'am, we're not serving." She's mm-hmm. like, "I need my hot sauce. I want to talk to the manager. I am the manager. You're not getting hot sauce. Get the fuck out." Mm-hmm. Love to see it because I used to have a boss, Elise, used to do that for me. She would close the blinds on people while they were talking at our ticket booth. It was the greatest thing. <laughs> so having a manager that's willing to come out and back you up, but yeah. in this case, she does. She has no backup. Mm-hmm. Again, you're kind of in this expectation of like i have to be polite and entertain this person whereas on a bus you may go like hey fuck off mm-hmm. yeah but to conflate saying you know you're gorgeous right i got a boat to put you on <laughs> versus a woman being like you look great today yeah. oh my god thanks deborah when the underlying motivation is not at all sexual mm-hmm. is completely out of touch like yeah. you just know he's like totally out of touch i'm glad his sister straight up told him yeah, he was an asshole definitely um, And didn't let him get away with that. I
1: certainly hope this idiot did not go back to tell her she needs to be thankful and lower her ego. And if he did, I hope he got banned from that bagel shop forever. (laughs) (laughs) And then to Uh, say I pitied her. So then all that is is like the typical older guy getting rejected by a young girl. And you immediately are like, I was doing this to because I feel sorry for you. And then he just flips it into this whole like gaslighting
0: thing. We're like, yeah uh, it's her so ego. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. She's such a bitch. It's her ego. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Uh well this one this next one we have is uh from the form. And this one is from Kim who submitted it on the form. It this one Please stop me if we've covered this one before. I think we also talked about it on our Patreon Facebook group, but but Kim sent it in through the form, so we'll talk about it on here. Okay. This one is, am I the asshole for using the playground late at night? I have not heard this. Okay. So, I live across from a park. Right across from my front door is the playground in the park. It's very nice, well-maintained, relatively new, and often used by the kids in the neighborhood. With working from home, I've noticed I've become a little bit of a recluse. I like cycling, but it's been very cold this past week, which takes some of the fun out of it, especially since it gets dark early with winter. Lately, around 10 p.m., I decided, fuck it, I'm going to go get on the swings for a little bit before I head to bed. I figure at 10 p.m., there are no kids using it, so I'm not depriving anybody of anything. The playground is well-maintained and the swings are newish, so there's no weird noises when it swings or anything. It hasn't been every day, maybe just four or five days out of the last seven. This morning, one of my neighbors, who lives a couple of doors down and also across from the playground, came by my house and reprimanded me for using the swings. She said she was uncomfortable with adults using the playground, especially late at night, and asked me to no longer do so. I told her I was not bothering anyone— While I was using it, I wasn't making any noise. I wasn't depriving any kids of anything. I wasn't smoking or drinking on the swings. She said it didn't matter. She felt unsafe with adults using the playground at night. It's across from her house, and she feels watched. She doesn't know who is using it or what they want. I pointed out that she knew it was me, and she said she only knew that because she watched me as I left one evening and watched me go home. So who's the creep? You know, Gladys Kravitz. I'm a five foot three, chubby woman. I'm not some tall, muscular guy. Her home, and pretty much all homes at street level, either have their blinds drawn or some other kind of privacy screen, like stickers, on the windows, so I couldn't see inside even if I tried. The swings don't point at her window, and I wasn't looking at her place. I told her I was sorry she felt unsafe and that I didn't mean to make her uncomfortable, but that swinging, was, uh, swinging for a bit really cleared my head during working from home and helped me feel a bit better. It was nice to go outside regularly and that I was going to continue doing it. She left in a huff and was very obviously unhappy. She put in a request to the neighborhood group chat. We have it because we put money together to buy beach chairs we buy each summer for public use. We have a schedule to put them out, etc. I'm on the schedule and I willingly put money towards our pot. So that's why I'm in the group. She texted the group chat that adults shouldn't use the playground. There haven't been any replies, and I wasn't named, but I want to mention that it's clear that she was unhappy with me. Personally, I don't feel like I'm an asshole. I'm not hurting anyone or causing any ruckus or anything, nor am I drunk, smoking, or anything. Also, now that she knows it's me, I don't think she should feel unsafe when she sees my silhouette on the swings. However, perhaps there's a perspective I can't see or I'm not taking into consideration. So I want to ask here, am I the asshole? Uh, No. This lady is... This This
1: lady, it seems like a controlling Karen that just wants a reason to bitch.
0: The unofficial neighborhood watch. Mm -hmm. Especially if,
1: you know, like she said, she knew it was her because she went to her door. So you're the one that's creeping and watching someone swing out there that's just like trying to get out of the house, have some outdoor time and clear their head. And then you... I would be creeped out knowing I had been swinging and she had been watching me.
0: Yes, that's the creepy part where I watched you for several nights Uh and then finally I saw you leave and then I followed you back to your own
1: house. Like, what?
0: And then I came and approached you. I
1: knocked on your door. I could, I would never in a million years, I'd move before I would do something like that. Like, I just could never approach a neighbor and be like, I'm sorry, but you cannot go and, and do this thing that is in our neighborhood. Like, who the fuck are you? The only thing I could think of is if it's like, There's a sign posted that says the park is closed after sundown or something like that. That's, like, the only standing ground you have on, like, people shouldn't use the playground after that time.
0: No, I agree. Unless there's some sort of rule that says... Or if it's because she showed up, then all of a sudden other people showed up, and now there's some now sort there's a of party, party going happening. on, and a cookout, and there's music and whatever, <laughs> yeah. and it's upsetting everybody. But it's literally even so, as long as it's not people can't hear it. Her tax dollars pay for that park, right? Yeah, she has just as much the right swingers, to that park as anybody. The swingers' tax dollars. <laughs> so I don't think uh, you if know she's if you're making
1: gonna... no noise, and there's you know who it is then I don't see the the problem. That just sounds like a control thing to me.
0: Yeah, and I think it's like you're not supposed to, you know, you're not supposed to do that. There's not a supposed to in this situation. Mm-hmm. Again, it's public property. We all have access to it our tax dollars I'll pay for it just swing if you want to swing frankly I think that's a lovely way to deal with mm-hmm. stress of I feel like a recluse and well you know instead of being like well anyway and so then I just started uh, cooking meth in my kitchen you know whatever it's like <laughs> yeah instead you're it's very innocent mm-hmm. and fun and you know it's like doing improvers so, you know where you're playing pretend and you get kind of get it out of your system maybe uh, yeah, uh, this neighbor should try it Join me one night. I think night, you and should go over know. there and
1: swing, <laughs> and then you see how freeing it can be. And then you got you got a swinger buddy, yeah, which is different then, than most <laughs> swinger buddies, but maybe just <laughs>
0: as fun, you know? Exactly. We're not here to judge what kind of swinging you like. Mm-mm. If it ain't hurting nobody and it's on <laughs> public property, well, I don't know. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think that the neighbor is just looking for something to shit on. Yeah. You know, somebody's yeah. got that attitude yeah. of like. Yeah. She's having fun and I'm Uh going to stop her. That's what it sounds like.
1: And the fact that no one else replied on their group chat sounds Mm -hmm. like
0: nobody else gives a shit. Yeah, that's what my my question always, and the same with someone who's like, I'm gonna sue someone. The question is always, okay, well, what are your damages? Mm-hmm. So I have a complaint. What's your complaint? Someone swinging? Well, what what are your? Yeah. How have you been injured by this? And if you haven't been injured, then shut the fuck up. I'm I I'm not having fun
1: like she is. That's how I've been injured. Well, then fucking go over there and ask to swing with her. She sounds like a lovely person who's very open minded. Mm-hmm. So I bet swing that with she her. would welcome you. Yeah, I'd swing with her. I'd in swing second. with her too. I say get the whole neighborhood involved and y'all start having an after hours playground party and just (laughs) yet again. And (laughs) it's, you know, it's innocent fun that, um, I think people like some adults think this is for kids. Adults shouldn't be doing this. And it's like, Mm -hmm. why? Just because that's typically what we see. Like we just got Ella a swing set for Christmas I haven't swung on it because, quite frankly, I'm worried that it'll, it'll collapse under the weight of me. But um, I also, swinging makes me really motion sick. So, See, if you don't like to swing, yeah, don't swing. But, but I I'm not will swing. Stop someone. But I would swing. And I have swung many times. When I was little, I used to... We we're Tommy and I were talking because when we were little on the playgrounds, we would do the most dangerous things on swing sets. And I'm like... We got to keep an eye on Ella. There's no telling what's going on. <laughs> she could... I had a cousin jump off and it, she tore her knee. Had to get oh, surgery. Dang. We would swing as high as we could. Mm-hmm. And then when we got to the very top, jump to see who landed the furthest from the swing set. What the fuck? Like, I would yeah. p-
0: shatter both my ankles if I tried something like that now. Kids' bones are just malleable, I, I guess. Do you ever swing? I always wanted to swing all the way over. And then never that thing that. on Nickelodeon said, if you swung all the way over it, then your skin would turn inside out. <laughs> so, Well, I never did that because I was always worried I would drop, I'd fall. <laughs> but I always wanted to run up the wall like Donald O'Connor and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Singing in the rain, kicked a hole in the wall. Whoops! Yeah, but yeah, you as a kid, you get that freedom. As an adult, I think you can also, if you enjoy it, it's like a hammock or anything. Yeah. she's just utilizing. I don't know this this neighbor's like wearing sucks.
1: a um a cape, a superhero costume, like to the grocery store. Why can't we do that? I see four year olds do it all the time, and everybody thinks <laughs> it's cute. Like at some point, you reach an age where like you, it's no longer cute. It's concerning. Like yeah. this adult is not being an adult; they're acting like a kid, and I don't
0: like that. And it's like, why don't you like that? What about that irks you? Yeah, I think I think it's jealousy for a lack mm-hmm. of inter- their own freedom. They don't have the co- they don't have the confidence to follow that. One of my favorite quotes is from Dave Barry that he said, "I look forward to continued immaturity followed by death." Mm-hmm. So just be, you know, keep that. Silly, playful, and again, she's not even like. And then anyway, and then I dressed up in pigtails and I put makeup on my face and I laughed and laughed. It's like you're... <laughs> she can hurt nobody. Let her, let no, her swing. Let the her, her swing. An swing. Swing. Keep your mind your business, Gladys Kravis. It ain't about you. So <laughs> most of the things in life can be solved just mind your business. Yeah, um, most
1: things in life are not about you. They are about
0: the person that is pissed off. It's their this own one, bullshit. Our very our last one. Uh, I found this one. And speaking of minding your own business, let's mind our own business here. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my new coworker it was misleading of him to be wearing his wedding band when he's a widower? Oh. <laughs> Hi. A couple of weeks ago, we had a new employee hired at the company. He's a good guy. A widower named James, 36. To my knowledge, his late wife passed away eight months ago. I'm a 32-year-old female. <sighs> And the other co-workers, we've all gotten along with him. However, I noticed that he's still wearing his wedding band on his left finger. It kind of confused me a bit, and I couldn't help but bring it up with him while on lunch break. Oh, God. We talked and I pointed out that he was being misleading by still wearing his wedding band when he's a widower. He looked quite bothered by what I said, but I tried to explain that I think he was giving people the wrong idea or impression about his relationship status since he's technically single and on his own right now. I don't want to sound cruel. I'm just speaking from a technical angle. Anyway, James said that he didn't give much thought to it, meaning he doesn't care what people think, and that even if he wasn't wearing his wedding band and some woman approached him, he would still turn them down since he's obviously not interested. Arrested. for some reason things got awkward and everyone stopped eating and just stared at james and me i told him i don't know but that it really felt generally misleading of him as in making people think he's in a relationship married when he's not regardless of how he feels about being in a relationship he got upset and called me rude and he said that i repeatedly disrespected his marriage in his late wife's memory with what i said then he took "'All of his stuff and walked away. "'My coworker said, regardless of who is right or wrong, "'though some say he overreacted, "'that there was no reason for me "'to bring this up in the first place "'and cause a scene and make James upset with all of us. "'Like now, he's not speaking to me "'and he's not speaking to anyone else who sided with me. "'Am I the asshole or did he overstep?' And or did I overstep or did he overreact? This was just a conversation we were casually having with other coworkers and I didn't use any insensitive tone or anything. But we had a discussion and it suddenly turned into an argument. I tried to let things calm down, but the situation got out of hand unexpectedly. Oh my lord. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> Minding, not minding your own business so fucking much. Not, minding your own business is free, by the way. She could have shut the fuck up yeah. and ate her ham and cheese sandwich and everybody would have had a nice, be like, oh, is the sports team playing? I don't know. What about yeah. the weather? That's great. The same shit you always talk about mm-hmm. at a company lunch. Mm-hmm. Instead, um, I know your wife
1: died like eight months ago and you should totally be over it by now and take off that wedding band because don't you want to get back out there and like meet someone and everyone's going to think you're like unavailable. Who the fuck are you? He's not trying to troll for sex. Who if he wants to wear that wedding band until
0: the day he dies. That's his right. It's nobody else's business. She said "Um, I wasn't telling him how to represent himself but I was simply pointing out how I felt about the wedding band. Nobody
1: gives a shit how you feel. (laughs) Why do you get any kind of opinion
0: at all? You she get don't. zero opinions she about don't. this. She don't. <laughs> Dude. She if, if He's like, if I wanted a bitch's opinion, I'd ask you and yeah. I did not.
1: No. Like, good
0: God. Dude, who, like, aye, the aye. cringe.
1: The cringe in this is straight, like, Michael Scott level. Like, this is, like, I can't imagine sitting there and witnessing something like that. The co-workers. Oh, uh, and especially... I'd, I'd, in, I'd quit. I can't handle that stuff.
0: They said a couple of weeks ago he was hired. This man God just started. Damn. He had to share a very intimately yeah. grief... Still grieving. Still he started sh- a new
1: job less than a year after his wife died. Yes. Oh,
0: and and then so many life changes. You're thrown into this new friend group. First of all, this is why we should work from home. Yeah. Exactly company lunch Monstrous But you're thrown in And you think Okay well maybe I'll get out there And mm-hmm. you know Make some new friends And some This bitch has the audacity To say I feel misled By your wedding band It's not like They went on a Tinder date Right And then In that case You're like Wait a minute Oh are you married No I'm widowed Oh well now yeah. I was very confused By your wedding band He's your co He's
1: minding his own damn business He's not try- Talking to you about dating He's He's not doing any spaghetti,
0: just trying to eat quietly.
1: Maybe in his heart, he's
0: still married to her. It sounds like, you know what I mean? Like, wear that wedding band all you want. My grandmother wore her wedding band. My grandpa died in the early 80s till she died in 2004, wore her wedding band. And I remember as a kid being like, Mama, you need to get a new husband. And she said, No, my husband died. Yeah. She's like, No, that was, you know, some people. For them, if they lose a spouse, they might want to move on, whatever. That's up to them. But for her, she's like, no, my, I have dreams about him. She's like, my heart's always going to be mm-hmm. with him. And I just, I can't see myself with anybody else. And that's her choice. So who knows if he maybe would go in that direction or maybe would eventually want to date. But it's been eight months, you that's monster. wild. Even if it had been eight years,
1: that's Still. nobody's business. Zero. Oh. And the people that she says sided with her, this is how that went. Don't you think I'm right? I mean, isn't it crazy that Carl keeps wearing his wedding ring after his wife died, like, forever ago? Yeah, Karen, I don't know, uh, maybe. So anyways, uh, gotta get back to work. And then she's like, and then Kenny sided with me. And it's like, no, bitch, nobody sided with you. Everybody Everybody's was just trying to, like- to deflect and get Owen back up out of that room with you. Yes. <laughs> they just roll their rolly chairs like uh-huh. across the room. Just the Homer Simpson back into the shrubs. (laughs) That's right. I
0: always (laughs) say I like... One thing I do miss about working in an office, like... Office office was kind of like hot goss, banter, or whatever. But then there are fucking people like Mm -hmm. this, and I go, "Thank God every day Mm -hmm. that I can work from home remotely with one single coworker, (laughs) right? You and I text you, and that's it. And if we want to have lunch, we can. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, nobody's gonna be like, um, I have a question about a life choice you made. Like, Mm -hmm. no one asked,
1: no one asked you. Nope, nobody asked you. That's the thing. People don't give a shit about your what you think, and if they did, they'd ask for your opinion
0: or advice. But don't just offer that up, especially when it's shitty. And apropos of nothing, it's not like you said, "Yeah, you guys, it's it's been eight months. Mm-hmm. Do you think I should wear this ring anymore?" Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, I feel kind of torn. I or I'm trying to meet women, and I just don't know
1: why I can't meet anyone new. Well, maybe it's because you're wearing your wedding band, and people think that you know you're you're
0: married. Nah, that wasn't going on. No, apropos, of, he's he, heating up his spaghetti, and then some bitch goes, um, James, I have a comment for you. Like, nobody asked. No. Nobody asked. No one.
1: No one. Good God. Oh, and if she ha- has that in her, I just imagine, same with the woman knocking on the door about the swinger. What else do you do? What is a day in the life of that person? How exhausting. many people So exhausting. How many people do they give unsolicited advice to or mm-hmm. their opinions or you know like something as mundane as going to 711 becomes a whole fucking story because they just can't keep their opinions to themselves I'm going to go back to the bagel shop and
0: tell that mm-hmm. girl to
1: get her attitude mm-hmm. right I, I mean, Those two unpleasant. people are married. In my world, this bitch and that <laughs> She's asshole. their daughter. This She's th- their daughter. Bagel <laughs> guy and yeah.
0: anti-swinger are married, and this bitch is their yep, daughter. Yep, yep, I mean, I couldn't. I The attitude, the audacity. Mm-mm. Nobody wants... The thing is, if someone is complaining to me, I usually go, would you like to hear what I think? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they say no. Mm-hmm. And other times they say yes. But, you know, when you go... Well, I'll tell you what you need to do, Mm -hmm. especially if they're not even complaining about anything. That's like... Maybe they're just...
1: Yeah, they're just eating their frickin' lunch. And then you're like, by the way, uh, your wife's been
0: dead long enough. You should be over it. Take that ring off your finger. It's misleading to me. (laughs) Here's my feelings. Imagine being so self-important that you think your feelings matter that much. My goal with every interaction, people I know, particularly strangers, people that work, at like a cash register or servers or anything, I would love for them to walk away and go, well, that was a nice interaction. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's my goal every time is to just... Chat with somebody, maybe make them laugh a little bit. Never be like, you know, you're gorgeous, right? You want to get on my boat? <laughs> Never be like, um, actually, you should take that thing off. Mm-hmm. It's upsetting me. I just always want to be like, hey, that's a cool. Like, today I was at Buzz Brews, and I have the same pen that the lady used. I go, you like that pen? I do. So that- and we had a discussion about pens. Mm-hmm. And then she complimented my engagement ring because she used to work in a jewelry store. So you just have, like, a human. That's yeah. the whole thing of being in lockdown and the good thing of, like, slightly coming back in the world God knows what's going to happen next with all this but at least you, you know making a kind human interaction that's not uh, judgmental mm-hmm. or sexual in nature mm-hmm. it's just two people connecting on something very mundane how painful for him to be like man
1: I was just trying to enjoy my lunch with these new co-workers and now I'm talking about my dead wife that I recently lost yeah. you know and you don't know that man's story maybe why is he why does he have that new job you know, maybe he had to, it all intertwines.
0: You don't know what's going on. Yeah, he was so depressed for eight months, he yeah. couldn't work, and he's like, I'm going to get back in there, and only a few weeks in, mm-hmm. you gut punch him with this. I tell you what, uh, I'd
1: straight up go to HR uh-huh. and be like, uh, y'all need to talk to What's-Her-Face, because I'm not putting up with this shit anymore. For real. Or, or I She's just got a quit. bit of an attitude. Yeah, yeah. that's wild. And what? Are you trying to get on his dick? Like, what What? What Why do you care? Matter? Why is it? Were you like, oh, have y'all seen the new guy? He wears a wedding ring. I wonder if he's married. And then they're like, oh, no, actually, his wife died. And She's like, what? I've been thinking he's married this whole time. And I could have been, like, hitting on him. He's not even married.
0: Girl, get it together, man. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm going to shade the coworkers. If you're sitting around and one of your coworkers is being extremely inappropriate to the other mm-hmm. one, I would challenge you to go, I don't think that's appropriate for us mm-hmm. to discuss at lunch. Yeah. Or ever. Or ever. The fuck yeah. out of Just here. Just shut your
1: mouth. Yeah. Yeah. They they all know. This ain't the yeah. first
0: rodeo they've
1: had with her. Yeah. No, she
0: sounds generally unpleasant. Yeah. they Somebody's always dealing with her. Dealing with is the right mm-hmm. phrase. hmm My goodness. Well. Well, there were three big old assholes. Santa. One of them was on
1: the other side. Swing. Oh, Santa was judge As- Judge Chris. Judge, judge asshole. <laughs> Which... Also, sometimes maybe uh, Judge Christine. But then, yeah. Well, that's the stuff that we do on our Patreon. Um, this is all for you, though. Yeah, this is yeah. Fresh but we wanted, this is all stuff just for everybody. Yeah, uh, pennies for board. everyone.
0: <laughs> your grazing board. My <laughs> goodies. Uh, we got some live shows coming up mm-hmm. in the month of January. We're doing Hot Dish on. January 14th at 9 p.m. It's going to be me and Christy and a whole passel of some of our favorite comedians. <laughs> is that what Hilarious a group of improvisers
1: is? A passel? I, the I like passel. whole passel,
0: mm-hmm. including uh, Emily Gee, Jade Smith, and mm. David Allison, who are three of my all-time Love favorite them. comedians. Mm-hmm. And on the 28th of January at 8 p.m., Dallas Comedy Club, The Cult, Returns, Yay! ladies and gentlemen. The cult includes Christy, myself, Tommy Brown, Jade Smith, Nick Scott, and Raymond Fisher. Mm-hmm. It is an all star lineup, and we have the most fun at our shows. And then, February 25th, you get a double header. We're doing a cult show, and then Christy and I are both doing a hot dish show with a new mix em up lineup of improvisers, all at Dallas Comedy Club. All I will go and put it on Sinisterhood.com slash live show. Very excited. Uh it's probably not there right now, but it will be by the time you hear this. So awesome. come come up and see me sometime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we love providing Sinisterhood to you at no cost. So if you like what you hear, consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We're a small operation creating the show for you by researching, writing, recording, and producing it ourselves. Any amount
0: is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you'll also get some sweet perks like ad-free episodes, a Sinisterhood sticker, membership to our exclusive Patreon Facebook group for those in the Rolling the Airwaves and Getting Into It tiers, special shout-out on the show, monthly bonus mini-sodes, and patron-exclusive video and audio content, including kind of the stuff that you heard today, but full-ass episodes of what you heard, not just the grazing portion. You get the dinner portion, the entree version of what Mm -hmm. you heard today. And things like Hallmark After Dark, which was so much fun. I'm still thinking about it. We snarked on a Hallmark movie, uh, "The Spirit of Christmas." You can go watch the replay. Uh, it's for everybody at all Patreon levels. Uh, com. and you click on Patreon on the top banner, and you just go in like you're going to register, and you watch it in real time, and it's quite a hoot. Oh, we had so a good time. Fun. And also, my family. I may or may not have showed my um, aunt who loves fruitcake. The video of you reacting to the fruitcake and your less than enthusiastic reaction. What she's like She goes, she can rot in hell. She did not. She said that <laughs> she about me? <laughs> yeah. God. And then she goes, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But she's, um. <gasps> Jesus her, Christ. Her humor. Her humor's a little humor? bit. Uh, her her threats. She's pretty aggressive. <laughs> she loves a fruitcake. Is this your mom's sister? Uh, it's my mom's sister-in-law. So okay. yeah, my Aunt Barry. It was very funny to watch her react. Wow. Has she had a Colin Street Bakery? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She likes them?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not think... going to say your aunt can rot in hell because, quite frankly, that's uh, rude. Hurtful. So It's pretty hurtful. I'm going to say she is entitled to her opinion, <laughs> as am I. <laughs> You also now have the fun perk of access to our Discord server where you can connect with other fans in real time and discuss the latest in true crime. Share personal ghost stories or just post adorable pictures of your pets. We'll also hop on occasionally and we host monthly Q&As on Crowdcast where you can ask us all your burning questions.
0: For patrons not in the U.S., you have the option to pay in pounds or euros, saving you the cost of conversion fee. And the best thing to do: annual memberships for all tiers are available. You got to select this option because when you do, you are rewarded with a free month of membership.
1: I just want to also point out that your sister did not like the fruitcake
0: either. (laughs) So did she also say that her niece could rot in hell? (laughs) Oh yeah, she's like, oh, all of them. Look at them. She was there, and then I showed her the video of me eating the. Uh, glazed pineapple. Yeah, which you also she's didn't like, like. She goes, You didn't know what that was? What is wrong with you? gosh <laughs> Aunt Barry. She's savage. How old she's is the one Aunt that Barry? sucked my hair with the Floby. Then they later told me that I it was not a Floby, that it was an off brand Floby called a Robo Cut. But they sucked my hair oh, up in the yeah, Floby and it jammed me.
1: Robo Cut um, sounds
0: vicious. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's worse. That's, uh, it's like Robo Cop. Oh, <laughs> she, she makes me laugh more than probably any of my relatives. Her and my Uncle Jerry are like neck and neck. How old is Aunt Barry? uh she, uh probably around my mom's age so i think like upper 60s so the i don't give a fuck age oh they're well beyond fucks given <laughs> they're they ran out in the late 80s <laughs> Well, for more details
1: on all of these and specific member tiers, visit Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon
0: on the top banner. And make sure you stick around after our sign-offs to hear your shout-outs. So many of you have been tagging us in pictures of you sporting your sweet Sinisterhood merch. Keep those pictures coming. If you want to get some cool swag like t-shirts, mugs, totes, and even clothes for your kiddos, visit Sinisterhood.com and click on Shop in the top banner. The best thing you can do to help us grow is like, review, and subscribe on Apple
1: Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please tell the friend who you think would like us to check us
0: out. It means so much to us and really helps podcasts like us get more exposure. And don't forget to uh, rate and review us yes. on Spotify. That's a new thing. So hop on Spotify. And if you're not seeing it, it may be that you should update your app. But it should be on all apps. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod, And like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. Christy? I am on Twitter at Christy or GTFO. And on Instagram at Christy and Wallace. Heather? I'm on Twitter at MCK versus the world. And on Instagram at Heather versus the world. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Hey everybody! Thank you so much for supporting the show. Here are your special Patreon shoutouts: Susan Metzler, Whitney Mello, Aaron Philomarth, Katie North, Maggie Walsh, Alex Hustet Mai, Katie Smith, Ellie W, Stephanie Thomas, Melissa
1: Ludwig, Roxy, Joanna Louise, Mimi Bosarge, Sheila Garrett, Veronica Grave, Sarah Martinez, Sarah Hamstra, Amber G, Cherie, Amanda Kirsten. Jessica Laney, Tyson Singleton, Justine Milms, Victoria, Thaw, Jennifer Miller, Caitlin Dyke, Janice Bachman, Haley Freed, Valerie McDonald, Naomi, Luz blandon Andrew McCallum, Anna, Stephanie Edmond. Christy Dennis, Maddie C., Maggie Walters, Christy Gates, Destiny Stewart, Christina Kendall, Elena Marley,
0: Kate Richards, Heather Cornelius, Heidi Sexton, Cassandra Bruce, Robin J. Leonard, Ashley Trigiano, Maddie Hennings,
1: Laurie Cromie. Shelby, and Kirsten C. Ellis. Thank you guys so much for supporting the Patreon. We hope you pronounce your names correctly. Thank you for all the support, especially during the holidays. We love you. We couldn't do this without you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep it creepy. Ha ha ha
0: Sinister